Sure. Welcome back to Before They Call Me Coach, where we dive into different Springfield College coaches' lives before college coaching. I'm your host, Sean Doyle, and today we're joined by men's volleyball coach, Coach Charlie Sullivan. Coach, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sean. Thanks for having me. All right. So first thing, Coach, I just kind of want you, want you, if you can, to talk about where you grew up and what your life was like as a kid. Okay, yeah. It's, uh, I grew up in New Jersey, uh, Madison, New Jersey, and uh, I came to Springfield College out of high school in 1987. Um, and then I was at Springfield for four years, of course, and finished. And I took a after that, I spent four years at an international school. My first job was teaching and coaching at an international school in Rome, Italy. And then I came back to grad school for a year. Or I came to grad school at Springfield College for two years. And I took a job in Iowa for a year at an NAIA school as a men's volleyball coach. And then I got the job at Springfield for uh, 24 years as a head coach here. So that's my whole timeline, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what sports did you play growing up? Uh, I was probably one of the last four sport varsity athletes in high school. Oh, wow. Because uh, we did soccer four years. I couldn't play hockey my freshman year because I don't think I weighed 100 pounds or was five foot tall. And uh, so I played freshman basketball. And then I played uh, baseball my first two years. And then I broke my hand before baseball. And I was able to try for the golf team. I made a golf team my junior year. So I was soccer, hockey, baseball, and golf varsity athletes. So... Right, right after my high school experience is when uh, kids were starting to specialize more than ever. I think it's kind of when specialization started. None of us played a sport outside our high school season. And uh, so they're just starting to play, you know, soccer all year round or hockey all year round, things like that. And so I, as a non-specialized sport participant, I was able to enjoy a lot of sports, which I, I really loved. Right. Now, did you have a dream job when you were growing up? No, I really had no clue, to be honest with you. I just uh, talking to my family. They're always, well, I'm from a family of six kids, and everyone was always kind of guessing what would happen to, to me and my family because uh, I really didn't have much direction at all. Uh, I just loved I just loved playing sports and, and pushing my body to do things uh, at an extraordinary level. And, uh, you know, like, like I said, I went overseas after Springfield College, still without a, a really big clue at all. And I tried to play on a, on a professional soccer team. And uh, I went with one bag and one way ticket and a few hundred dollars and ran out of money in like three days. And then <laughs> to this international school and said, can I, can I do something? I'm a physical education major at Springfield College, sports college in the United States of America. I know I can do something here. Or, or I've painted how my family has a painting business. So I painted houses. I could paint or cut the lawn or anything. And they, uh, they actually needed an AD, a uh, physical education teacher and a, and a head coach for uh, a few sports. So. Uh, that's when I, that's when I realized, um, I want to be a coach. If I guess I'll just expand a little more. That's cool. I, yeah, I, uh, go for it. So sure. first coach, ever, first sport I ever coached. And the first time I ever saw the game of volleyball, I was the head coach of the varsity team, the high school team at this high school. Mm-hmm. And so I'd never seen the game before. And I coached my first volleyball game. And that's kind of where that started at my school as an international school. Rita Crockett was one of our best players in uh, our United States Olympic national team program. Mm-hmm. And she played in the pro team in Rome and I uh, had her daughter in third grade. So I said, you know, you, I don't know you, you don't know me, but you got to help me. I'm coaching volleyball and I know nothing about it. So I went to her practices uh, after my practice. And this was one of the best clubs, clubs in Europe. And then the men's team in that club had Steve Timmons and Karch Cry, who are the kind of the two Michael Jordans of, of men's volleyball in the United States. And so uh, 
So all of a sudden I was never coaching baseball and coaching with the Yankees. I wasn't coaching. I was, I was, you know, filling up the water bottles and shagging the ball and cleaning the floor. But uh, at least I was in the gym experiencing that. And then the second season of that school was I was the girls high school basketball coach, varsity coach. And we were, we were an international school and we were playing, we, all of our high school sports played in the military league, department of defense league. So the army base and uh, Vicenza, the air force base in Aviano had high schools and all those kids, you know, had like a regular high school experience. It's like, just like high school in America, same curriculum, same setup, everything. And there's six bases and there's three private schools, international schools in that league. So we were one of the three international schools. So my point is that they had a lot of kids who played basketball and uh, we did not, we had kids from Somalia and never seen basketball. Uh, we had an Italian girl who was very athletic, but she learned basketball quick. We had a couple of American kids that had actually seen the sport. So uh, we made the playoffs. Everyone made the playoffs. So we're playing the first round. We're the worst team, of course, playing the best team, Vicenza. And they are, they've won the league like the last 11 years. They haven't, they haven't won a game by less than 30 points in seven years. And we're terrible. And they have a three-quarter court, three-two press. And I'm just watching them play, and I'm, th- I'm just trying to think to myself, if there's anything that we can do to make this team uncomfortable, I don't know if we can. And uh, we, get, we just worked on the press break. I noticed when, they, when someone broke their press, it didn't happen that often, that they went back into a two-on-two zone. So we, we actually worked on the press break a lot. thought we came up with a pretty nifty way to get through that press. Um, and we, we break the press, they go into their zone, and we dribbled the ball, our only American. When Christina Bishop was our American kid from New Jersey, and she dribbled the ball at half court for the whole first quarter. So it was the first time they had never been, you know, not 30 up after one. And uh, we did the same thing second quarter. We had a great person-to-person, woman-to-woman, girl-to-girl, man-to-man offense. Um, so they came out of their zone halfway through the second quarter at 0-0. And we went one four low back door for Val with two. We were up two nothing, and our and our players all ran off the bench, and they and then Vicenza went down, and scored a bucket like with no one, no one played defense, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, I, you know, the first time I was like, hey, next time we score, we should stay on the floor to play defense. And so our girls were just so excited they scored them, and uh, it was during that game. You you started with what direction I had. It was during that game with the goosebumps on my arm and just feeling phenomenally energetic about, uh, you know, leading a group of kids or leading a team to, uh, to play well together that I decided I was going to be the coach for the rest of my life. So I didn't know that going in. I had no direction in high school, no direction in college, really. I just knew I loved to, to play and compete. And, and this connection to coaching was, I was still competing. I was just competing in another way. Right. So that's what it's been the whole time. It's, uh, can I get my team to, to be better than the world? So it's a, just a competition that goes through every day, but it started at that moment. Even that first semester when I coached the volleyball team, I didn't know really what I was going to do. But I remember during that game, it was like, that's when I decided I was going to be a coach the rest of my life. And uh, I had other friends from college that, that were at that time with high paying jobs and, and not in education. And I went back and I actually, you know, considered the financial ramifications of that, of that career choice and uh, went forth and uh, decided I wanted to be a coach the rest of my life, which was, which was cool to have some direction finally to answer your question. So. It was really right. cool. Yeah. Now, did you feel overwhelmed at all in that when you first got over there and you were taking on the volleyball program, basketball oh, absolutely, program? Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And uh, overwhelmed is a good word. word. I uh, barely slept. I remember uh, that first you know, scrimmage in that basketball season in December and that championship was probably like February. And uh, we, we played a good team. And uh, we all I had 
basketball experience wise, but I took the basketball coaches here, uh, Hal Whistle, I think I took his coaching course of basketball. So I, you know, we implemented a college motion offense and everything I did for the two's preparation for that scrimmage was wrong. And we were terrible because of it, and uh, they pressed us. We had no press break. We couldn't run the offense at a, a sufficient level. Like it wasn't developmentally appropriate for them to, to the offense, to run the offense that I had put forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what I liked about basketball, actually. It's, it's very uh, coach-controlled. The offense is really controlled by the coach. It's very hands-on. Soccer is very hands-off. I played soccer here. I coached soccer, but you don't have as much control. You don't play as much as a coach. You don't manipulate as much. Uh, volleyball is pretty hands-on, which I like. But uh, I remember that scrimmage that we played the first one. I had done, I realized during the scrimmage as we're getting destroyed that I had done everything wrong to repair the team. I remember going into like a four day, like flu, coma, not eating in bed. And uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of emotion that goes into coaching and it started early. So uh, uh, I knew that preparation was really poor on my part. So yeah, it was, it was really overwhelming. I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea. So uh, it was really hard. Right. Now you mentioned you had great mentors when you were over there for the volleyball program. And obviously you said you hadn't played. So how did you get all of your, your knowledge and become as successful as you are today? That was competition. That's the competition part of it. So we've done like uh, personality assessments on the volleyball team. Yeah. So we take, there's 30, it's a Gallup survey. We take 30 traits and you get your top five. Uh, my first trait came out as strategic. My second trait came out as strong. Uh, my second strongest trait came out as competitive. So that was the first year of my life that I wasn't competing personally in anything. Mm-hmm. wasn't in a championship or on a team. And so all my competition went into, you know, learning volleyball. And uh, I remember being in my room, just trying to draw out on paper a, a five-one or a six-two offense, and being able to do that, and just like running down the hall and screaming like a guy, yeah, yeah, being psyched and stuff. So, um, you know, I think uh, that's what I really liked a lot about it was I was just competing in a different way. That's what I'm still doing today. I just love to compete. You know, I just love right. uh, now when your team your team plays well and you guys are locked in and they're they're being good people. There's just nothing better. Mm-hmm. Now, did you? Ever, if you could have gone back to that moment when you first started coaching volleyball, did you ever think that down the road you'd have be as successful as you are with the 11 national championships and all these crazy accolades, coaching the Olympics and everything? Yeah, no, absolutely not. I mean, there's, there was no future or anything. I was just trying to make it through the days and that, and that, at that time. But uh, yeah, I know even uh, my first couple years here at Springfield, I was, I was trying to you know, create and develop this culture and see what this program can do. I was, I was really doubtful. And uh, you know how Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl in New England? Yep. You know, you know story of the tuck rule? Yep. We had a similar situation here for our first national championship. And uh, you just imagine if Brady never won that, that, if that the call had gone differently and the Raiders had won that game, like, I don't know if that momentum would have occurred towards the Patriots being so dominant. But uh, we had a similar case. Um no one would host the national championship that year uh, because it was Easter weekend and the host automatically qualified. So we were terrible. We we're like two and 17. And, uh, but we had a really great Springfield college team. It was like my third year. And first two years we had, we didn't have a Springfield college team. Behavior wasn't there. And so we kind of cut down, we cut really good players. We just took 10 guys. We called it, I called it my triangle team that were really locked into the mission and, and of uh, you know what Springfield College stands for, and then played volleyball as such. And um, so even though we were losing, we were coming close, but we were playing like Penn State and Rutgers, fully scholarship division one program. So wow. it wasn't like we were terrible. We were just getting overmatched a little bit. And uh, 
yeah, we just, uh, we were able to still focus and concentrate and, and stay positive, even though we were losing a lot and uh, qualify for the national championship. We, we, we have to, we qualified. And then uh, in the semifinal, we went down to a really good team from Vassar, three to three to 11. And it's a game of 15, about 3% chance to win that game. And then because uh, we had a really special group of guys, uh, we, we somehow won that semifinal team five and went to the national championship, won the national championship. So kind of similar or eerie, like circumstantial, crazy, low odds to succeed things. And so that, that like I said before, I wasn't sure, like the programs that we were facing were so good, like NY got a juggernaut and Juniata got all the guys from Pennsylvania and UC San Diego was there and NJT was there and they're just all these international guys. And I was, I was like, I don't know if this program can be at a, compete at a national championship level or a national level every year. So. Uh, then we we were we did really well in, in that championship and we started getting some momentum. We won uh, there's a couple of times we've won three national championships in a row. So uh, so I didn't think yeah to answer your question I didn't had no no thoughts of uh, that our guys could do so well but we've been lucky we've had some really good guys. Right for sure. So since you never played the sport, did you ever feel while coaching that you had to prove people that you knew volleyball at least from the beginning? Once you get the national championships and all the success people know that you're legit, but like trying to prove yourself from the beginning. Well, so I never told anybody, man, you know, before we started winning stuff, why would I, why would I let anyone know that strong? So, uh, <laughs> you know, I never touched the volleyball or anything. I mean, uh, I remember really on like the balls hit at me like a couple of times I put my arms out and it was a nice pass. And that was like the only time I ever touched the volleyball. At all. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't trying to promote that I didn't play volleyball. I wasn't really proud of it, but uh <laughs> You know, after after I like you're saying, maybe I proved myself a little bit. Like that's not a big factor in my case, fortunately. But it's uh, not playing volleyball has uh, allowed me to do things kind of outside the box. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about volleyball really, so I don't have a mythical approach to anything. And uh, like this, is how it has to be done. And I guess when your box is really small, it's really easy to get outside the box. Um, so uh, so it's it's actually opened my mind uh, towards coaching the game uh, to doing things that other coaches wouldn't do. I think right now, if I presented our defense system at the American Volleyball Coaches Association that uh, people will be throwing tomatoes at stage and booing me. Uh, yeah, we've, we've in the four or five years we've implemented this system, a team has out dug us statistically probably three or four times in about 150 matches. So um, it's, it's, uh, it's a good system, but you know, it's definitely not the way USA coaches would do it. <laughs> so it's a soccer player system. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So you mentioned that you came back to Springfield College for uh, your master's and everything, and then you went away to, you mentioned uh, the um, school in Iowa. Yeah. And what made you come back to Springfield College? Well, the job opened up, and, uh, you know, it's obviously a fantastic place and a favorite place of mine. So uh, it was a really late hire. It was like an August hire, so I got really lucky again because it was late hire, I think they were just uh, scrambling a little bit and there weren't a lot of applicants. So I don't think I was the, the choice. I just thought I was, I think I was probably the best one at the time. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, to, uh, to come back to Springfield College was a dream. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. I spent a year at a school that it wasn't really, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, when I left three years later, it closed and 80 kids on campus, there wasn't a lot of resources and uh, community was a little scattered and nothing like, you know, our community here at Springfield College and, and our, all our resources here. So, Good. Spring College is a dream job. Now, 
I know you've coached in the national teams, uh, Olympics a few times. What have those experiences been like to, for you? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I mean, uh, when you were in high school, probably said, probably someone said to you, hey, take advantage of your opportunity because it's going to go fast and you're going to be graduated before you know it, right? Right. But when someone said that to you, you really didn't have any idea what they're talking about. Right. Did you yeah. experience that? So I can tell you how the Olympics are the most intense sporting event in the world. I can tell you how awesome it is, but it's something that you got to experience. When you're walking around Olympic Village and every athlete's taking every opportunity of every minute to do whatever they can to win a gold medal because they put four years into it, it's another environment. It's another world. Uh, it's pretty cool to see. It's pretty cool to be a part of. Like, what are we doing right now to win a gold like, I know you're eating, but is that really necessary? Because we is could there, could there be something else we're doing? And uh, once you put those rings on, in this case, the volleyball court or on the scoreboard or anything, it's, uh, it changes the whole environment. It's hard to explain, though, uh, unless you've gone through it. So, oh, for but, sure. Yeah, but uh, it's amazing. I always feel it's kind of ignorant trying to explain to somebody. I'm like, it's amazing. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, I got, it's just, but it is just so intense. It's crazy. Right. So I also saw that you're the founder and director of the Springfield Boys uh, Volleyball School. What is what does that mean to you, and how's how, how's that experience? Awesome, oh, rewarding. Uh, I have a traveling camp that goes around all summer. So if you're a school in Vermont, you want me to come do a camp? I do that. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's yeah, I think it's it makes me more well rounded because if I'm dealing with a, a professional athlete, if I'm dealing with a college athlete, I'm a dealing with a, a player on the youth national team mm-hmm. or I'm dealing with a ninth grader who's never played before and who wants to, you know, have a chance to participate in the sport. There's just growth in every area and uh, being a teacher background person and, you know, being in the physical education program at Springfield college where I'm mentoring students to become teachers. Um, I'm using a really uh, educational backed approach and curriculum towards the camp and, and the volleyball school. So, um, yeah, it's a big compliment when someone says it's, it's, it's really cool that you can be good at this level and that level and that level and still be good at this level. Like, whereas I think maybe, maybe other coaches would overlook that level as not significant or not putting enough effort into that or not having really a, a good approach educationally at every level where you can also be successful at the younger level or the beginner level. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's fun. So one last question for you, Coach. Obviously, you've had a very successful career, like we mentioned, the, the national championships and everything. But eventually, when you retire one day, many years down the road, what do you think is going to be like the one moment, one highlight, like your proudest moment of your career that you're going to look back on? Oh, it's a good question, Sean. Maybe you have to give me a little time to prepare for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no worries, no worries, Joey. But I think uh, I, I have, I have a, an idea that comes to my mind right away. I think just looking back at all the players that went through the program and uh, how much they grew as people using the volleyball court as a micro society to embrace challenges, to grow as a player, and therefore have the same techniques and strategies implemented to their life to be successful and grow as a person. So it will probably be the guys that look back at that were a little young when they came and maybe uh, a little immature and uh, both physically and as a person, but went through a process, through through the structure of our program that provides a process to grow as a person and a player. And become great people and successful people in their life. That's uh, that's probably the most uh, significant thing.
Well, coach, thank you very much for taking time. No problem, Sean. Me. I really appreciate it. I know, you're in the of a, I know you're in the middle of a uh, very another very successful season. So hopefully uh, all yeah. the best. <laughs> Nothing's determined until the end. So, but good luck to you and let me know how the project turns out. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it, Coach. Yeah, Have a great rest of your day.